guys, welcome back to the Cake Diaries podcast. I am here with Lauren. Hi. So this is Lauren from Just Cupcakes by Lauren. You can find her on Instagram, Facebook, and I think that's website. Her. And website. Yep. <laughs> um, so I'll be linking everything in the description for you guys, and we'll also be posting it on the Cake Diaries podcast page on Instagram. Um, so firstly, we're going to talk about how we met. So. I don't know if you want to explain, because it was your story that started it all. It was, On Instagram. It? Yeah, it was. Yeah. So, yeah, it's Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. About the cake and bake cake show, and bake wasn't show. It? I was asking people local who wanted to go with me. Yeah. Um, and you replied. I know. And we went. <laughs> I know. Honestly, it was one of those situations where you put the story up and I, I looked in. You know when you look at people's stories and you're kind of like, do I reply? And then I was like, do I, do, don't I? Because I don't yeah. know you. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, does she even want me to reply? Because it's one of those situations where I was like, what if I reply? And then she's like, I don't want to go with her. <laughs> um, so I was like, I'll just try it and see. And like, I look up to you as a baker. Oh, Honestly, I'd seen oh. your page. And I was like, her cakes are amazing. Oh. I was like, I want to go with her. And I didn't have anyone to go with. So I was like... I really want to go Those now. Exactly. Yeah. And when yeah. I saw that you posted it, I had a little look and I was like, I didn't even know this was on, but now I want to go. So I'm going to have to go with you because <laughs> I don't know who I'm going to go with. And then it happened. We drove there. Best day. It was a really good day. It was so much really fun. Good day. I also recently used some of my cookie cutters, you know, the, oh, yeah, the um, embossers. Lissy Lou. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I was them. so pleased with those. Yeah. Like, I finally actually got to use them because I'm actually doing sugar cookies now. I never used to do them. I was like, I need to start doing yeah. these because I've got really all these cutters. Really easy Literally. to use. They're my favourite. I got some from another company. There's about two or three other companies. Bakebox Boutique on Instagram. Yeah. I got some from her, and they are so good. Yeah, and I'm really pleased with them now. They're really oh, good. The dirty ones, <laughs> I absolutely love. You guys will have to go and check out Lauren's Instagram. She has some dirty brownie slabs, and they are the funniest things. I just thought, I haven't seen anyone do them. No. Like, around here locally, yeah. so I thought, why not offer them? And they've been quite popular, actually. What was the, the second one? Um, something about creaming, creaming a hole. <laughs> I want you to glaze my hole. <laughs> oh my god! I've got a donut. On Literally, <laughs> when I saw that, I read it and then I read it again, and I was like, "Is that from Lauren?" <laughs> oh, okay. Wasn't expecting that. <laughs> I was like, I like it, but I didn't expect something it. different because you know some people are quite quirky at Valentine's. Exactly, and will give something funny. Yeah. So I thought, Why not? I literally, I love the like dirty or like outrageous messages yeah. one of my new postals is a brownie slab with like any message you want on it because i've seen people do it with chocolate slabs and they're like swearing on it and saying the most outrageous things and i'm like i want that yeah because it gives I want, people a chance to yeah. personalize it more and just make it and funny also it's or... like i quite like the idea of making it and being like oh that message <laughs> this week it's quite funny but yes so that is how we met um, it all started from the Cake and Bake Show, which was November 2021, and it's now January 2022, and we're back meeting up, because we've both been really busy. Um, we need to make it a regular, I think. We need to make it regular. We need to do some kind of, like, I think we should do a little, you know, like a pub crawl, but with, like, bakeries. Cake crawl? Yeah. And we should be like, right, let's spend the day going to this place, yeah. and, like, pick somewhere, like... 
maybe a well-known place and then we can try their treats that's a really good idea I thought I like that idea. I think we're going to have to put that in the diary. Um, So basically, we're going to start with just how you started your business. Like literally you can take it from school, like the sort of thing that you were doing when you left school and then whether that actually relates to what you're doing now and like how long you've actually been doing the business because I don't think I know that. Yeah, I've been open for just over four years. Wow. That's good. I... It was just a random thing, I guess. I mean, I left school and wanted to either join the police force, randomly, <laughs> or be a teacher. Um, I'd done my A-levels in English, media, and uh, I can't remember what the other one was. Communications. Yeah. Um, done those. And then started work in a preschool as a cook um similar yeah it's similar cooking and that's where i actually developed the love for baking so everything was fresh so bread cakes to be fair yeah school cakes yeah yeah so that's where i was like oh i like this and then i had my third child um abel and then was like I'm going to start baking. <laughs> and then that was it. I'm going to open a business. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> a little pastime on maternity. And then that was it. But the difference from when I started to now is just chalk and cheese. I'm just grown so much yeah. in those four years. And then I've sort of like figured out what I like, what I don't like. So obviously I just do buttercream. Yeah. So I developed a hate for fondant. No offence to anyone Same. that does fondant. Same, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so time consuming. So I praise anyone that does it. Because I just don't like the so taste. Difficult. Don't like the taste I like either. the taste in small doses. Yeah. Like little fondant accents I can deal with. Yeah. But I can't do a covered. Yeah, so little fondant like decorations I can <clears throat> manage. Not figures because yeah, they're no. difficult. That's what Etsy's for. <laughs> <laughs> Etsy and eBay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was it really. So you started out wanting to be a police officer and became a baker there you go literally similar for me i did accounting for five years and then decided that that was boring (laughs) (laughs) and wanted to do something completely different without ever properly baking a cake (laughs) everyone was like um are you sure you want to do this i was like yeah literally anything i do i'm like either a thousand miles an hour like without even thinking about it or i'm dubious and i won't do it it's either one or the other and this I was just like no I'm I'm getting business cards I'm getting stickers and all I'd done is made some cupcakes and I was like right I'm gonna start a cake (laughs) business and everyone was just like yeah they taste lovely and that was it and I was like no like this is a business like it's not just a hobby no and it just like goes from there doesn't it I think when when you don't have a background in it because there's so many people that have done loads of training and again like on YouTube, so many people are like, what training have you done? Tell me where you've trained. And I'm like, nowhere. nowhere. Like, you don't need to. Like, you can teach yourself. Oh, you can teach it's yourself. It's amazing definitely. what you can do yeah. just by yourself and a bit of YouTube. And yeah. Shocking. Like, you can really learn a lot. And also, like, Instagram now. I learn so much from Reels and, like, people's short videos. Yeah. One thing that I've noticed they took off is IGTVs. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, which I found really helpful because they were longer videos. Yeah, they were. 
And that's one thing that I've noticed they took off. I only mm. noticed recently because I actually tried to upload one and they tried Didn't... to shorten it to a minute. And I was like, um, this is meant to be like 15 minutes long. So is it a mi- the maximum is a minute? Or yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, I can't post that then. So that was a pain. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about, which is a really commonly asked question, is keeping business regular. You are, or you seem, busy. And I think you are. So tell us how you keep so busy. I think in the beginning I wasn't, I'd say. But the thing that stands out for me is word of mouth. Yeah. Over social media. Yeah. Um, If people have a good cake off you, they'll tell other people. Yeah. They'll come to you. And then you get regular customers. Yeah. I have a lot of regular customers. Some have been with me from the beginning so through the that's really nice they must have seen when i was, wasn't so good yeah now i'm better um so yeah i'd say word of mouth is the top number one for me and um posting regularly yeah keeping your socials updated yeah i think taking pictures of your work making sure you take good pictures post yeah i them. think that makes a big difference good pictures of big different lighting makes a big difference yeah um yeah just keeping everything up to date yeah I think if it's not kept up to date on say Instagram or Facebook people if they don't see you then you're not in their mind yeah whereas like if someone goes oh I've just seen that cake that Lauren posted that would be really good if they're having a conversation someone's like oh I need a cake and they're like wait I just saw this that would work perfectly exactly but it's like if they haven't seen you in months then they're going to be like, is she still trading? Like, is she still taking orders? Like, I don't know. I think word of mouth is a thousand percent the top one for me. Yeah. And it is the biggest satisfaction. Like, do you ever get that feeling where someone says, oh, I had a cake or I had a slice of someone's cake and it was from you. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's so I nice. I love those ones. I do love those ones. It's, it's so like, it's that little bit of satisfaction that doesn't, cost anything exactly you know you get those little happy things in life that they talk about and they're like they're those little moments that you have which don't cost anything and they make your day yeah and it's something so small and that is literally what i love yeah because i don't think people realize when you do get those messages or you get feedback like really good feedback or they actually mean a lot Mm. they mean a lot especially if you've like maybe not been like i don't know Sometimes I doubt my work. Yeah. Sometimes I have moments where I'm like, oh, do I really want to be doing this? And then on the same day, I'll get a really good message or yeah. review. And I'm like, yes, I do want to do this. And yeah. I think it's really important. Yeah. And it makes you feel so much better when you do get those messages. Well, and... especially when it's literally a, a customer-based role. Like, yeah. your whole role is to impress a customer. Yeah, exactly. So when you get that satisfaction back, then it's like, this is why I'm doing it. This yeah. makes sense now. Um, I think it makes a huge difference. And also, like, you don't want to feel like you're... um, What's the word? Like, you're priming someone to give you a response. So, like, if you said, oh, you know, hope you had a lovely weekend. How was the cake? It's like, you feel like you're priming them (laughs) because you're asking for feedback. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done that. I don't think I would. I don't think I could. (laughs) I think I did it, like, once or twice in the beginning. And I was like, I don't like this. Like, I want it to be good enough that... 
they message me first. Yeah. And I love, like, I literally, sometimes I'm like, it's been a little bit long, where is this message? And then it will come to, like, the evening after the day they've had it. And then they'll be like, sorry, I've been really busy. And I'm like, it's fine. You've sent me the message. You've made my day. We're good. Like, that was all I needed. But it's honestly the best feeling in the world. It is the best feeling in the world. I love it. It means a lot. Yeah. And their face when they collect. That is something that I really look out for. Like, if someone, because sometimes if I'm out, I have to get my parents to hand over the cakes. And I literally, I'm looking on the ring doorbell. Because I'm like, (laughs) I'm missing that moment of like serotonin when I get that little lift. When someone goes, oh my God, that looks amazing. And I'm like, I want to see that. And I do miss that a little bit sometimes. Sometimes I'm like, please come at this time because I'm home. Yeah, because I know some cake makers send pictures before they come and collect. I can't do it. I can't do it. I like, I like when they come, sin it, and they're like, oh First reaction. Yeah. And also, we'll talk about it a little bit later, because it's one of the controversial topics, but imposter syndrome, I get that with sending photos before. I get that so bad. Where I'm a bit like, I can't send it to them before, because they won't like it. And my mum's like, it's gorgeous. And I'm like, no, because if they go, if they say they don't like it... And I'm thinking I've got to change it an hour before they're collecting. Like, I don't like it. I can't do it. I don't like that. No. I'm just like, they're not going to like but it. They're going to hate it. Can you say no? Can I have a picture? And you're like, no, sorry. Yeah. There's been times where I say like, oh, I'm just seeing final touches. And then I forget. <laughs> and then they turn up and I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't send it through. Because I just, I don't like it. I don't like sending it. Because also it looks different in person. Like As much as a photo looks lovely... I feel like seeing something in the flesh is completely different. Much better seeing something Definitely. in the flesh. Definitely. I much prefer it. Um, so, following on from that, we spoke a bit about social media, but we wanted to talk about things that work with social media because, basically, there's been so many changes recently. Mm-hmm. Like, I've noticed it on YouTube, but also Instagram and Facebook. There's just so much changing, especially now that Facebook and Instagram are owned by... <laughs> the same person and we got this whole metaverse which I don't really understand so there's a lot of changes going on mm. and I just wanted to discuss things like reels and also how you maintain it because honestly I admire you for that because well, the reels sometimes you post a reel however often and I'm like oh my god she is on fire like even if it's once a week I'm like I'm doing it once a month because I oh can't keep up with all of it. There's just so much. It is. Do you know what? I honestly have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I, I feel like that's the best way. Because I do it on TikTok and then I hate uploading it to Instagram and it comes up like the little TikTok thing in the corner. I hate that, but I don't know how to edit on the Instagram. I just, I just splash water in my face for anyone that's listening. <laughs> I don't know how to edit on editing on TikTok for me. It's so much easier than the Instagram one. Yeah, I can't work through Instagram. Also, now. what really, really bugs me, and this will probably resonate with other people as well, is the audio on Instagram. Oh God! Absolutely shocking. Like considering they're trying to update everything. I'm like, how are you running that? Like, mm. I haven't recognised any of the audios on those reels ever, I don't think. No. I've looked through them and I've gone, I can't post that with that audio. But then if I edit on TikTok and add the audio, then it has the little TikTok thing. Yeah, because I find it really annoying that it's on yeah. Instagram, but it's got that little TikTok. Yeah. But I also think it depends what kind of account you have on Instagram. 
because I couldn't add music to my stories when I was a business account. But then yeah. the downside of changing from business to creator is that people can't put that little small business yeah. um, tag yeah. in there. They can't tag you. Yeah. Obviously, they can tag your page, but they can't put it in the small business yeah. thing. Um, that's the only thing. But I've switched to creator and I get the normal music. Oh, okay. I so might that, have I think to it try depends that. what... Yeah. Because but it's not licensed. Downside it's not to, licensed, I think. No, there's a downside to not having the business one, but I I'd think, prefer to have music. I don't know about creator, but one of the things that I noticed when I just went to normal mm. was the messages. Do you have two sections? Yeah. Yeah. Primary and general. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, this might work. On creator, yeah. Yeah. I do, I have both. And then I have the requests one. Yeah, yeah. And then did you see that they've got all requests and then top requests i don't understand the point oh my god so i went i didn't know it was there so i have all requests which are people whatever and then if you log into top requests it's loads of other different messages i've never seen before in my life so people thought i was probably ignoring them and i wasn't (laughs) it was just because i'd never seen it there before but you would have thought it would be in all requests because oh yeah because it's all so it should include a different so now I'm always clicking it, checking. Yeah, I don't understand the point of it. I had messages from literally like a year ago that I'd missed <laughs> because I didn't even know it was there. That's really annoying. So there's all these little hidden things that you don't know about. Yeah, and also how are you supposed to know about it? Because well, yeah. like, unless you read the handbook on Instagram, then you're not going to know. Which no one does. Exactly. <laughs> everyone like, it. Like, everyone is just muddling through with all these mm. changes because now it saves shares then likes and comments i think yeah i think likes and comments are like last so it doesn't actually sort of promote you no and then the front page they've also changed to they want it to be like an explore page a bit like on tiktok oh right so that's why a lot of the time you're not seeing people that you actually follow because it's trying to get you to follow other people yeah but the problem is I don't want to follow other people. I'll find them on on the separate explore page, yeah. not on my main homepage, which that I expect to see people that I actually follow. Mm. But there's so many accounts where I type it in because I might see someone tag them and then I'll click on it and I'm like, I'm sure I've seen them before. And then I'll go on it and I am following them. You just don't see their... And then I haven't seen their posts for like six posts, months. Yeah. And I'm thinking, I want to support these people. I want to like their photos. Yeah, that's why you follow them, isn't it? So, yeah. Yeah. And... It's just such pain. I just find that the algorithm is just getting worse and worse, if anything. It is getting worse. Especially for businesses. Mm. I feel like for personal, it doesn't really make a difference. Yeah, but you would have thought it would be better for us because, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to make some money. Well, and, like, small businesses and just starting your own <coughs> business in general, I feel like is a lot more common now. So surely yeah. you would cater social media to that. Yeah. Because back in the day, they you could have helped them explore and find new people. But yeah. now, you need to be helping businesses actually grow. Mm. I just don't understand it. I don't understand it. That's not for you on social media. We <laughs> don't like... Don't like it at the minute. Yeah, don't like Instagram at the moment. Um, I wanted to talk about bad customers. So, <laughs> I'm going to start with one that I had. Um, and... They're not going to listen to this, so I'm not fussed. But even oh, if God. they did, even if they did, hello, <laughs> yeah, they they were just a pain, and I I catered for them very much, and there was just no pleasing them. And basically, 
they would literally order every month cake cupcakes brownies like they would order a lot every month and then in sort of like september october they would say that the cake is lovely and the brownies and whatever else they ordered but then they would always pick on the cupcakes and i always said to them i personally don't like a cupcake with no filling because it's not that it's dry, but it's plain. Yeah. Because it hasn't got that kick inside, whatever mm. spread or jam or whatever it is inside. And they kept saying they were dry. And I was like, well, this is a shock because I've had people have them on the same day as you, same flavour, and they said how amazing they were. And you're the only person that's ever said that you didn't like them. And initially I was like, maybe it is a bad batch. Maybe, maybe they are dry. But I always make an extra one. So that I can try Bacon because, seven. yeah, because <clears throat> I'm also one of those people that is always worried about something going wrong. So I'm like, I always like to try because just in case your oven's playing up or there's something off with the recipe, whatever it is, yeah. I like to have one spare to try. And yeah, this happened and I was like, really sorry, I'll make sure that it's better for next time, offer them a discount and then they didn't actually take it in the end. Um, and then that was that. And then they ordered again. And the exact same thing happened. And I felt like every time they were either trying to get a complete refund because they weren't happy with the discount. Mm. And also, I didn't really understand what they wanted from me because the messages were just... It was just repeating themselves. And I was like, so what do you want? Like, I'd rather you just say, I want a refund. I want this. I want this. Because it's much easier for me as a business to go, here you go. This is how I please the customer. I don't know how to please you. And then I was like, I'd recommend maybe we don't do cupcakes for the next order. Then they come back, they order cupcakes again. So this was the final time I was like, I really think that... And then they had some cupcakes in a future order. This is very confusing for the listeners. There's <laughs> there's so many orders, honestly. But there was a cupcake order at the beginning of December and then one at the end. And I was like, maybe we should take the cupcakes off the end order. Mm-hmm. Because... Yeah this has been twice now that you haven't liked them as a business i don't like hearing that a customer doesn't like something it makes me feel bad i want to make that better but you're not happy with them but then you come and order them you'll keep ordering them. in the same flavor despite me saying that they're going to be the same every time it was just really weird um and again there were people that were literally having the orders the same day saying that they were lovely like i had pe- other people test them like i had when I made a spare, I was like, mum, can you test this? Because I'm conscious that I'm biased. And she was like, no, that's lovely. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong. I really don't know what's wrong. So then, um, the day before this order in December, the last one where I was like, I think we should take these off. She said, I'm really sorry I've upset you. Um, I should have just not said anything. And I was like, no, I'm happy that you said something. But one, it's the way you're saying it. She was really rude about it. And two, I was like... I- just you need to see from my perspective as a business why do you order something that you don't like Mm -hmm. well yeah like it makes no sense to me i don't want to take your money because you're ordering something you don't like i don't get it and it went on and on and on and in the end i said i think this should be our last order and i've never ever done that to someone like i've never ever had a bad customer i would say nothing Mm -hmm. that was actually a problem and in the end i was like you know what I think we should stop this. And then she messaged me a week later saying, I'm really sorry if I upset you. Um, The cupcakes weren't bad. So then she was like going back on herself. And then, um, which also made me think maybe it was a trying to get a refund sort of thing. And then I said, no, I'm still not doing it. And she said, well, 
I want to order two cakes from you in January. And I was like, no, thank you. Find someone else. That's fair enough. And then I'm looking forward to her actually trying to find someone else because... (laughs) As we've discussed previously, <laughs> I'm I'm not sure it, there would be someone that is suited for that particular job, and also dealing with said person because that's a job in itself. Please don't come to me. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I I'm not sure they would have your budget because I think it's either higher or the same as mine. So I think they'd be going to someone cheaper, okay. if anything. They can go. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, so have you ever had a nightmare customer? Um, I say no, I haven't had one like that, <laughs> where I've had to be like, yeah, we're going to have to end this relationship. Yeah. This cake relationship is over. But I've had things that haven't been dealt with properly by them, I'd say. Yeah. Um, Things that annoy me. There's yeah. things that annoy me <laughs> a lot. <laughs> like, no, con- like, obviously we work from home. I don't yeah. work in a ki- like outside kitchen. I'm not an industrial kitchen, so yeah. So people that are very, 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 very late. Mm-hmm. I mean, a leeway of 15, 20 minutes, half an hour of push is fine. Like, with no communication. People that are like hour, oh, two hour, this. three hour, with no communication, yep. expecting you to be home. Yeah, 100%. Is a nightmare. I think that is definitely one of my peeves. Yeah. A quick message, I'm running really late today. If they're organising a party, like, things have gone wrong, or I'm just running really behind, can I collect a couple of hours later, or at this time, yeah. like, giving me a time. It takes two minutes 100% to send I understand. That's completely understandable. I've been late sometimes to things. Um, but I'm not a home hermit. I don't just stay at home all day waiting for people to come and collect cake. Well, and even if you did, there would be times where you need to go out and get ingredients. You need to go and do deliveries. Like, there are, even if you were just a home hermit, you would still need to go out. And I just don't understand. Like, even if I didn't have a social life, I still have to go to the shop, which I can't do because I'm waiting for you. I just don't understand it. I had one similar where they actually lived like five minutes away. And in the end, it had been an hour. And I was like, you know what? I hate to message people to chase. Yeah. Because I'm like, maybe they're really busy and they don't want me chasing them saying, when are you getting this? Because they're like, oh my God, it's another thing on my list that I need to do today. But I messaged and then they were like, "Um, I will leave now. And I was thinking, hadn't you left already? Because you're meant to be here an hour ago. <laughs> I thought that maybe you were stuck in a lot of traffic. Maybe. Oh god. Maybe the road down literally it's might. Maybe my road is blocked because <laughs> they were that close that it shouldn't have taken them an hour to get here. And yeah, they were just like, "I'll leave in a minute." And I, I said, "Oh, wasn't the collection time say two? And they were like, "Oh yeah." And I just decided not to come at that time. But it's that little message just to let you know. Yeah. Because obviously I have things like school runs. Obviously you say you need to go out and buy ingredients. I might have an appointment. Like, But I always do try and work around them as much as I can. Yeah. So I'll always say, or most of the time I'll say, is there a time that suits you? Same, yeah. Um, rather than be like, I need you to collect at this time. The only thing I do have collection slots for is like Valentine's Day, like Mother's Day, any yeah. set bakes. Yeah. Because um, then I like to have all the boxes ready. And there's a high volume. So And there's a high volume, ha- yeah. How would you even coordinate exactly. 20 people coming at yeah. one time so all I over the day? 
have like a two hour time slot for that, yeah. like four to six or whatever. Um, but another thing I would say with a bad customer is um, payments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that coming. I've had, see, in my brain, I'm like, right, I'm not letting go of a cake unless they pay me first. Like, obviously, I take a deposit. A thousand percent. Yeah. yeah. And then I'm like, they can't collect the cake if they haven't paid me, so. Yeah. You Hopefully can, they pay me before. You can wait on the doorstep until you I've pay me. i days before. Yeah, yeah. After the cake's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> That's annoying. Yeah. I did for a short time. The anxiety time, is yeah, too much. For a short time in my terms and conditions, I had that the payment was to be made seven days before. That's what I have. But I don't have that anymore. Because I thought, well, it gives them more time to maybe pay, or I just yeah. don't have it anymore. Just because I'm trying to be more lenient, I guess. Yeah. But maybe that's the mistake I'm making. <laughs> maybe I'm being too lenient. I don't know. See, the my thought process behind that... <laughs> And I completely, I used to be more lenient, but the only reason I have it is seven days is to cater for the ones that don't pay. Yeah. Because then I'm thinking they should pay seven days before, but if they then go, oh, I can't do it till Monday, then I'm like, okay, I'll still receive it four days before. Mm. Then I'm like, it gives me more time to claw that in before I have to give it to you because that's what I'm worried about. That is true. I've had people where they say, so is it like payment on collection and I said no unfortunately all cakes have to be fully paid before I even start baking them because when you when you message me (laughs) and say sorry the party's cancelled can I have my money back you know and like you expect me to not have started baking or whatever then I want to make sure that I've got that money because then I can go right I'll give you the time money back or like say half but I'm keeping the deposit to cover all the ingredients that I've bought and the hassle of you cancelling um, because yeah, thing is, I'm very like blunt. So I used to be nice, and then <laughs> I used to be nice. It, it's literally it only took me about six months, and I was like, I'm an impatient person. Really, I'm really impatient. It's a problem, and I was like, you know what? This is annoying. It's something that I need to get rid of. Yeah. So now I'm just like, nope, no cash. And if you want to pay cash, you have to deliver it to my house seven days before because that's when I want it, seven yeah. days before, because it is a pain. And also I get really worried about people not paying and then I've put all the time into it because obviously that's our wages, like that pays the bills. Exactly. Can't have you. And also you can't have people hearing about that because if someone gets away with ordering a cake and not paying for it, then you don't want more sort of dodgy people to yeah. then go, right, I'll try and get a free cake as well. I'll try and get a free cake. And then you've got loads of people doing it. That is true. Because you just can't have that. I have to rethink this. Yeah, you need to. Seven days. Become blunt. Yeah, <laughs> you just got to do it. The thing is, you can word it in a nice way. But yeah. I just say, unfortunately, which makes it sound like I'm lessening the blow, even though I could just say payments needed seven days before. But you, all you got to do, I learned this when I did accounting because when I'd have to write all formal letters and make them sound nicer than they are, like you need to pay us basically. Um, you're like, oh, unfortunately, I can't actually take cash because payments needed seven days in advance. If you would like to, if you know, if you prefer to pay cash, you can drop it off if that's easier. But it's still required <laughs> seven days before. Um, and then I can always I can do a little bit at the end where I'm always like, if you'd like me to send a reminder message 
closer to the date, then just let me know. Um, because, you know, some people forget. Sometimes I even say, I'm like, some people do say that they prefer to pay in full so that they don't have to remember to pay the balance yep. at a certain date because I know you'll forget. Um, and then some people are like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll just pay it all now. And I'm like, good idea because I don't want to have to chase you because <laughs> that makes me feel bad. That's the thing, chasing people as well, that um, obviously people forget things or yeah. slips their mind. But... In all honesty, I don't really have time to chase people. No. As bad as that is, I sound quite rude, but I, I don't. I shouldn't have to. I've had it before, someone ordered some um, iced biscuits for teachers, end of school year. And she'd ordered, um, and I said, okay, payments required in advance, like, this is how much it is, and then I didn't hear anything. Yeah. Nothing, not a peep. Yeah. Um... I said, already sent her my bank details, I've checked my bank, she hadn't made payment at all. And I always say, oh, could you let me know when you've made payments and I can put it in my diary. Yeah. Um, nothing, didn't hear from her. The afternoon before she was meant to collect, she was meant to collect the next morning. Oops, just made payment. Um, can I collect at 10am tomorrow? <laughs> and I said, no. No, you can have your money back. <laughs> but do you know what I ended up doing? I felt so bad because she made me feel so guilty. Yeah. She was like, oh, my daughter's going to be so gutted. These were for her teachers, blah, blah, blah. I was like, She's not going to be gutted. The I said, teachers are going to be gutted. They'll be ready at 10am tomorrow. And i done them. And I yeah. shouldn't have because, yeah. no, you don't you don't annoy me like that. And she yeah. said, you didn't tell me that payment was due in advance. Yes, I did. Yeah. If Please you go back up and read the message, so-and-so. I did. But yeah. You know, what can you do? Yeah. But I felt so bad, I'd done them. That's the thing about small businesses. Because word of mouth is so important, and even if someone is in the wrong, they can still make you seem like you're in the wrong. Because the that, is, that is word of mouth. Like, <laughs> whoever they tell isn't going to know that you were in the right. Yeah. So it's one of those situations where you go, you know what, it's easier for me to just do it. Yeah. I'll be annoyed today, but I'll get over it tomorrow. And then it means that I won't get any bad feedback and they'll go, oh, thank you for doing it last minute. I've had people where they message me the day before and I'm like, that's, I can't do that. And then they make me feel bad and say, oh, you know, I I forgot. No one else had availability. I was thinking, what, the day before? I'm not surprised. And then I thought, you know what? I'll kill myself making this cake tonight because I want you to have a good birthday. Yeah, And then it means that luckily, hopefully, I mean, I have had it a few times where people have said, you catered so well last minute that I'm going to recommend you to someone else and then they have and I thought you know what it was worth that few hours of hatred towards them. A few hours of pain. Yeah. (laughs) That is the problem with small businesses because you are all on your own. Yeah. It is a pain to be. It is a pain. You are completely relying on always pleasing the customer always catering for everyone even if you're fully booked, it's, you sort of feel like going, oh, I'll, I'll do it, because you feel bad. The amount of times I've done that is, so I have a limit <laughs> of how many cakes I can fix. Most cakes are at weekends, so yeah. I usually set myself a limit of how many I'm going to do. I won't disclose that, because, <laughs> yeah, I'll have a limit. And then if someone wants to order and it's regular, yeah, I can't say no. It's another, it overstretch my limit. Yeah. I stay up till four in the morning doing these cakes. Yeah. And I'm a zombie the next day. Yeah. But you do, I think we do stretch ourselves yeah. a lot and people don't see it. No, definitely we just, not. They just see our happy faces like, hi, oh, yeah. here's your cake. And they think that you're just the baker, but yeah. I'm the baker, admin, advertising, 
We're everything. HR. We're absolutely accounts, everything. Literally, I do this whole job and there's a lot to it, a lot more than you see. You just see me handing over a cake and saying, look, it took me five minutes. Like, that's all That's all they get to see. But there is a lot more to it than that. Yeah, I had someone say to me once, I can't believe how quick you've done it. And I was like, no. I felt like saying, no, it took me hours. I didn't do it quickly. <laughs> What's a weird comment. Uh, where did you get the impression that I did this quickly? Who told you that I did this in five minutes? I know. So, yeah, people don't see a lot of behind the scenes. Yeah. When I say to people, like, if people need a budget breakdown... And I say, this is like four hours of work. They're like, four? <laughs> Thinking about what they could do in four hours. I'm like, yeah, it's four hours. Like, so that's what you're paying for. It is a lot of work. Yeah, definitely. Because there it's is... the in-between stages of caking as well. So yeah. crumb coating, fridge. And then you do, obviously, your final layer of buttercream or whatever. And then if you need to do any stenciling yeah. or fridge again out yeah. any texture fridge fridge in and out yeah. the fridge with texture yeah and that's time yeah so that's a lot of th- people just think slap it on it's not yeah. at all <laughs> yeah and also like before you even start you've got baking and then it needs to cool i can't just stack it straight away it'll fall over because it will be warm <laughs> as anything everywhere. yeah so it's like then i have to wait for it to cool so then i have to do other things in that time so that I feel like I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah. So I'm like, right, in that time I need to make sure that I'm either cleaning or prepping for the final decorations. Like, if there's things that I can prep, like if there's any chocolate details that you can put in moulds, I'm like, right, I can make some cake pops to try and use this time. It's like, you feel like you need to use all the time. Yeah. Because you need to be working as much as possible, basically. Exactly. But people just don't realise. Like, I had one where they were like, why is it more expensive for stripes? I was like, because <gasps> I need to... Put it in the literally. I love them, but I also hate them because I have to put it in the freezer. Then I have to get it out, fill it in. Then I have to scrape it about twenty times, and it look horrific. And then eventually, it looks nice. They always look awful. Yeah, and then like I look at it, and every time I get that sinking stomach feeling, where I'm like, "Um, "Is this gonna be bad?" That's what I I have to make them so far in advance. I'm like, "Oh my god, I need like." this to be done 10 hours before they're actually collected just in case everything goes wrong yeah because i'm like if i need to scrape this off oh my god there was there was another one a cake disaster okay we'll let me think should i give i'll give it now because it's not relatable in any other section of this podcast <laughs> oh my god i had they said the cake looked amazing and i was like if only i could explain to you what went into that the blood sweat and actual tears that went into that cake so i had one cake where i baked it all i stacked it did it on a live so i was live when i realized this disaster and then basically i use parchment paper yeah for the base of cakes don't use it around the sides because i use a release around the sides yeah i like to use it in the base i need to stop doing it basically is the more of this story and i always count them to check that i've got all of them off and I went to count it and for some reason I did this after I'd already done the stripes it was a striped cake and then I realized that one of the parchments was in the cake oh my god and it's all stacked all final coated all it needed to be done is a drip and the toppings and my heart sank I was on a live and I had to delete it because it was that shocking the footage and literally I was like uh, I'm sorry, I need to go because I'm about to have a heart attack. 
Um, I need to cut this cake in half, basically, to get this bit of parchment out. And then I need to redo all the spreads. And it had been in and out the freezer. So the outside was rock solid. So I couldn't just scrape it off really easily because it had been in the freezer yeah. to set. I'd noticed it after I'd actually put it in there to set. So I had to get a knife and cut it in half. Someone on the live told me to put a skewer in to figure out where it was in the cake. Yeah. And then I figured out it was halfway. So then I cut it in half with a knife, took the top off, took it out, scraped all the filling off, redid yeah. the filling in between the two halves, stuck it back together, and then I had to cut all of the icing off the outside because it was set, so I couldn't just scrape it off with a warm oh, scraper. No. Then I redid the stripes, drip. I was up until about 3am. Then she collected and she was like, oh my God, it looks amazing. And I was like, <clears throat> take it away from me. I don't want to see this cake ever again. <laughs> um, and then she ordered a cake recently because she's a regular. And that's why I was like, I definitely can't have anything go wrong with this one because she was a regular. And I was like, how has this happened? just don't understand how it happened but it's good that you realized oh my god yeah i was imagine thinking if you didn't realize. imagine if you cut through a cake and you're like oh there's a bit of paper in here that oh. would be horrific that'd yeah. be awful i don't i, I honestly <laughs> don't know how it happens and now every time i take my cakes out the tin i literally can't i'm like i mean i did it before but i didn't do it this time and then it's one of those situations where now it gives you anxiety yeah and you're like right i have to check every single time now but I need to start using cake release on the base because I can't be doing it. It's just stressful. I can't. It's horrible. That's but yeah, me nightmares now because I'm a I'm a baking paper kind of gal oh. on the bottom and the sides. See, I love it. It makes it so much easier. It makes it so much easier. But that time it scared but me. That is a nightmare. I used to use the pre-cut ones. Yeah. Do you use them still? No, I am. Um... I cut mine from obviously baking paper yeah. in advance so yeah. that I'm not doing it on the day I'm baking. Yeah. And I just do loads at a time. Yeah. I yeah. I do that now, but I used to buy the pre-cut ones on eBay and I still can't decide whether it's worth the money because I'm like, how many do I get from a roll? It's going to be way more. Yeah, and it depends what size you're doing, I guess. You can get a mix pack on eBay uh... and it's like you get 100. And I'm like, do I get 100 out of a roll? I don't know because... The fact it's just satisfying to get it out of a bag and it's already done and I don't even have to think yeah, about it. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'd get 100 out of a roll. Yeah, I don't think so. Especially because you have the offcuts. Maybe like four, if you're doing like 104 inch cakes. Yeah. I hate doing four inch cakes. Oh, <laughs> They're so fiddly. This this is a, um unpopular opinion, but I love them. Oh, no. That honestly, I think six inch is now my favourite. Six inch and seven inch are my favourites. Yeah, because I find that the ratio just looks lovely especially when they're tall cakes yeah the ratio of six inch to tall is just lovely yeah i really dislike 10 and 8 i just don't like the ratio no because um with eight the height unless you do six layers of sponge yeah it just looks a bit weird doesn't it yeah i don't really like mine i do four layers for all of my cakes yeah. to get them to like eight inches tall and for eight inch because it's eight by eight it looks like a square and i'm like i've got to add another layer on now because it just like people go oh that doesn't look as tall as like this one and i say if you want it to look as tall we need to add another layer on because it's because it's eight inches wide yeah so it's not gonna look as tall it's not gonna look as tall yeah i've had yeah. to explain that before yeah because i can have them side by side and they'll still 
they're the same, but it's because it's a different ratio yeah. wide. So I have to explain to people, I'm like, if you want it, then we got to add another layer. But I just dislike the look. I prefer, always recommend six and four if I can. Especially if people are having smaller parties, then it's like, well, it's fine. Unless they're having a ridiculous amount of people, then I'm like, well, you're going to have to have a ten. I feel like four inches is just so tiny. I love but them. But in your pictures, they so don't cute. look as small as what they are like. Like, when I look at my four-inch tins, I'm like, really? Yeah. That is tiny. I find they have more on the outside. Yeah. The crumb coat is always thicker on a four-inch. Yeah. Which then probably adds an inch onto the actual cake. True. Because you always have to do it thicker because they're wobbly and... They're wobbly. They are so wobbly. They're a pain. Oh, my God. Um, but nightmares. I find... I get used to them. I just I like them because they're diddy. I once did stripes on a four inch. No. And no. I had to have it like I crumb coated it and I had to put it in the freezer yeah, for a little while say. because I needed it to be rock hard. And then the amount of comments where they were like, "Oh my god, how the hell did you do stripes on this?" I was like, "With great difficulty, it will not be happening again." <laughs> now my standard stripes cakes are all six inch plus because it's just too much hassle. I can't do it. It is too much hassle. Shocking, like. I love the scallop ones, though. Oh, they're my favourite. I've seen so many on yours with the half and half. Yeah, the fault line. Yeah. Is it a fault? Yeah. Yeah. Like a thing. Yeah. I love those. They are so nice, especially when it has the contrasting textures. Yeah. Like the scallop or the bubble. Love. Definitely. Love it. I've never seen someone try it with stripes. I wonder whether you could do it with the fault line. I think you like as the fault line. Could, but you'd have to have it so the stripes is at the right height for the stripes, yeah. if that makes sense. So it's yeah. not just cut off at a yeah. you know what I mean. I think you'd have <laughs> to like scrape it and then like where the carved out sections are of the fault line, you'd have to like scoop it out. Yeah. It would probably be loads of hassle, but I'm one of those people it where I'm like I wanna try it at least once. Not for an order, just for pleasure. <laughs> because yourself. I couldn't do it and actually have a time limit on it. That would be so hard. My my mum's cake that I made, because it was her birthday on Friday, um, and we had a little party today. I made that and it was one of those wave cakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. If you don't know the technique before you do it, it is the hardest thing Isn't I have hard? ever tried in my life. But when you look at videos of people doing it, it looks really They're easy. Like, They're like, yeah. For anyone that's table. listening, like, they... You, if you watched my live yesterday, you would have seen. The funny thing is, though, because it's such a thick layer of buttercream, you literally just smooth it and then start again. And I just kept doing that. I just smoothed it. I was like, right, that wave was rubbish. And then everyone was on there going, you can do it. You'll be amazing. It's going to turn out lovely. And I was like, guys, this isn't working. I was like, I hope that my mum likes this cake because it was taken a lot. It was shocking. Um, but that is one of the most, like... I don't know what the word is, but where it looks really easy, but it's really not. It's not. Like, I am actually, when I post it, I'm going to put who the inspiration were, which was Shannon's Cakes and Joel Jacobs. Yep. But I'm going to say, like, this is not easy. <laughs> it's really not easy. I literally had to watch their reels about 20 times halfway through the live. <laughs> I was like, how are they doing this? And I was like, they've got it a bit more straight. It's that angle, isn't it? Yeah. You I thought they had the it really out. But then they had it really straight. Yeah. But well, then you can't have it too straight that it marks the cake. Exactly. It's hard. It's hard. They it's are hard. I've so difficult. Yeah. And mm. I mean, I did it on like the 20th time and it looked lovely. But I was like, if that was my first time doing it for a customer, I would have had a meltdown, I think. Whereas obviously because it was my mum's cake, I was like, okay, I can 
I deal with the stress because it's for my mum and she's not going to have a go at me. But <laughs> she's not paying for it. But if it was a customer, it would be way harder. But yes, that is our <laughs> cake struggles recently. Um, so I wanted to talk about your inspirations. So it can be anyone that you're loving at the moment, but also like who got you into baking? Um, who got me into baking? I think the first kind of people I followed was Finch Bakery. Of course. Um, Frostbite Bakery. We have... I didn't have it. I, I got it for book. Christmas. Oh, yeah, I mean, my mum got it for me. She searched my whole office and she was like, "Why don't you have this book?" I have Jane's yeah. Patisserie, who I actually was an inspiration in the beginning. Um, her book. I at the moment I have to say because I'm so excited. I love Chelsea Bells. Oh my god, same. She's just my favourite. I love her, and she's such a lovely person. She's so down to earth. We met her at the Cake and Bake Show. So we, she is. You found girl a bit more than me, but yeah, I love her. At the moment, she's definitely my favorite, and I love marble bakery or cakery. Mind blank. Um, I feel like I know the one. She was at Cake and Bake Show doing demos. Yeah. And all the ones that were doing sugar cookies there were really good as well. Yeah. So there's Flower and Fold that was there. Love they her. they liked one of my photos recently. I was like, "Why are you liking my photos? <laughs> are, like you, like, are you are you okay? Like, fun girl, really fun yeah. girl." Um, but it's taken a while, I think, for me from the beginning to now to find a style. Mm. Definitely, um, of doing things that I really really love doing. So there's cakes, like I would do character cakes. Yeah. I don't necessarily like doing them. Yeah. Because I'm like, eh. I never think they're good enough when I do them. Yeah. I don't know why. I just know. But anything with texture, I yeah. love. You're literally anything the queen of texture and dried flowers. Oh, when I, I see them, I'm like, oh my God. When you do those, um, they look a bit like fans made out of like sugar. Do you know what I mean? Like a wave. No. <laughs> On one of your recent ones where you posted it and it said texture. Oh, and it yes. was the white, blue, purple, and then there yeah. were these little like swirly things the, at the side. The wafer paper series. How do people do those? Which are really easy. Are they? But they add such an amazing dimension to a cake. I, I think. need to get on YouTube and because obviously there's chocolate this. sales. Oh my god, I hate. But I hate them. Yeah, because I'm always conscious that it's not tempered right, and I'm like, what if it starts melting? Yeah. Especially white chocolate ones. Yeah. Because obviously white chocolate is really hard to work with. Um. But wafer paper sales are so easy. I just looked on YouTube. I can't remember whose video it was. Um, but it was like those Japanese rice papers and they've got like a pattern on. But when you so you soak them in water and you can do coloured water and then you leave them to dry, you don't see the pattern on them. Yeah. And they harden and oh, you just pop them on a cake. That is Nothing. amazing. So anything of that sort of thing, texture. But it has taken me a while to learn what I love to do. Yeah. Definitely. And I think but a lot of that has come from watching other people like I think Charles Wells spoke about it about um she'd rather do cakes that she loves to do and yeah sort of things like that she spoke about one of her stories quite a while ago um and I thought yeah like you can say no to a cake if you don't want to do it I used to not be able to if it's not your style and you know you wouldn't enjoy it there's no point in doing it because 
a perk of having a small business is loving what you do. Exactly. The reason you do it is because you want to enjoy your job yeah. and not do something that you don't enjoy. And also, you, you do have a type of customer you want to reach. Yeah. And um, also, there are ways around it. Yeah. There's been people where they've sent me a cake and I've said, unfortunately, that's not my style, but here are some similar ones. Yeah. Like, if it's a theme style and I'm like, right, they want a blue cake for a boy... Then I'm like, right, here's something I could do yeah. that is in my style. So given that option. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, yeah, actually, I like that. Okay, yeah. Then. A lot yeah. of the time they're like, actually, I prefer that. But yeah. rather than, because I think some people are like, oh, I don't want to say no. And it's like, you don't necessarily have to say no. You can give them another option. And then yeah. if they still choose to not go with you, then that's perfectly fine. Exactly. But there are ways around it. I used to always say yes to the first design sort of thing. When I first started and you don't have that like necessary uh creative drive i guess where you're like someone sends you something and they say this is what i want and you just go right here's all my thoughts what do you think i feel like you don't have that necessarily in the no, beginning you don't you haven't got that ability to just come up with something no so whereas now someone can just send me like words like they don't send me any designs they'll just say i want something like this this is what i'm thinking like navy and i'll be like right we could do fault line we can have you know all these gold accents on it we can have a topper and they're like perfect sounds great but you don't have that in the beginning so i feel like when someone sends you something you don't like you say well i can't say no but i also don't want to do that so i'm just gonna have to say yes i'm not like it yeah but i've had ones where i wouldn't post a photo because i didn't like it and exactly. i was like i don't want it on my page i do it. <laughs> but i want the money yeah i do more cakes that are on my page but i just haven't taken a photo i don't yeah they're not insta worthy whatever you yeah. want to say or yeah. haven't taken a good enough photo or they don't there. fit in with well, yeah. your like collection i guess like what your style is but in the beginning it's not like that because you want to get out there you want to reach people yeah. you want to show them what you can do all these yeah. different things and you can't afford to just not post cakes exactly because it's like well this is my work i have to post it yeah but well i think once you've gotten yourself to that stage where right this is what i actually love doing so it's like obviously we specialize in buttercream we yeah. don't do fondants that's another thing we like I get people sending me fondant cakes and I say I can't do it quite like that because obviously that's a fondant cake and yeah. I don't specialise in buttercream but I can do it like this in buttercream whatever yeah. um, I do actually get quite sent a lot of fondant cakes and I'm thinking hey look at what I do <laughs> I get a lot of that I'm like and you obviously like this cake that you've sent me but I can't make that but then they might not necessarily know I mean it's easy think, for us because yeah. we know about cake yeah I think some of them might not necessarily know that's fondant yeah. on the outside but a lot of the time i just say that's fondant on the outside i can recreate that because if it's just like a, a covered base it's not fancy then i'm like well i could just change the base so yeah. like if it's a fondant drip cake i'm like well i can take that fondant base off and replace it with buttercream yeah. in that color so that it gives you the same effect but it's not gonna be fondant yeah sometimes it, it probably is our responsibility to yeah because obviously we know yeah they might not necessarily know about cake it is funny though because i've had some people be like well that works better because he doesn't actually like fondant and i'm like but you sent me a fondant cake the amount of times i've seen fondant being picked off a cake at a party like, yeah what is the point it's because it's so sickly it is so really sweet like buttercream itself is already sweet and people do a layer of buttercream and then stick fondant on it or ganache so it's like You've already got that sweet layer, and then you're adding this really sickly layer on top. I just, 
I just really Last don't understand it, honestly. No offense to any fondant lovers. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a massive skill. I it can't do is. it. Like, I can't do the skilled stuff, but I still don't like it. It's like, the realistic stuff as well. I'm like, how have they done that? Honestly, I don't know. Like, we saw at the Cake and Bake show, the realistic looking humans, yeah. little fondant humans. I'm like, oh my God. I had to make a, um, it was a Roblox cake. But again, it was a fondant one, and they I was like, I can, I can do it in buttercream, <laughs> and I cut out the letters and put them on the front of the buttercream, so it was fondant accents, uh, yeah. and like fondant bricks on top of a buttercream base, and then I had someone on the mum's page say, does anyone do Roblox cakes? And there was literally like hundreds of messages on there. Then I put mine on there, and I was like, it's buttercream only, like there's fondant accents, but that's it. And then they everyone was sending free fondant cakes, and I reckon that was the only reason... That obviously they must have liked the cake, but I was sat there going, "Why did you pick me?" There was a hundred messages all sent before me, what literally me? like eighteen hours before, and then I put it on there, and she was like, "That was perfect because I want a buttercream base." Lovely. But then there was a little figure on there, and I was like, "Do you want the figure?" And she was like, "No, we've got a topper, like a plastic one." Really? And I was like, "Lovely, thank God," <laughs> because that that figure took me ages. It looked like the photo. I don't know how I did it, but also because it's a cartoon, it's a bit easier because you don't have to make it look like a realistic person. No. It's making it look like a thing that's already cartoony and not necessarily realistic. But it took me like an hour and a half and I did not charge for it. Like, not I didn't charge what I should have. You didn't charge an hour and a half. Yeah, like Etsy prices for figures are like 30 quid. I definitely didn't add that on. They're so expensive. I literally they? added like a fiver on. And it was took me so long. I expected it to take five minutes. And I was really impressed with it at the end. But I was like, that is not worth the money that I got. And then when she said that she had her own figure, I was like, thank God. Because I could not have done that. <laughs> but yeah, Roblox cakes are a massive pain, honestly. Um, and Minecraft. Oh, <laughs> never. Never in a million years I, I will do. I've got these little squares. I will never do never it. Never held it. Well, no, don't do it. Don't do it too no. soon. Definitely not. I don't know how people do it. And also, because I always feel like, I mean, I'm not a fondant expert, so maybe I'm missing something. But when you put the squares on and you smooth it down, I would be so conscious that once I've smoothed them, they're not the same size. Yes. Like some of them have gone a bit bigger and stretched slightly. And I'm like, what if they don't fit together? I mean, you could do like a fuse that dotted around. But the ones where it's like solid squares, I'm like, how do you make sure? Do you wait till they're hard? I think they maybe do if it's a square cake, then they can wait till they're hard because it's a flat surface. But on a circular cake, I'm like, I couldn't. It no. would stress me out way too much. I couldn't do it. Honestly, don't know how they do it. No, uh, we wanted to talk about, because I feel like this is a misconception, but we wanted to talk about cake friends because we're cake friends now. Yay. And I feel like so many people don't make friends with people because they think it's competition. Mm-hmm. And I also wanted to touch on that, like your thoughts on that, because I think about it the same way that quite a few people think about it. But I saw it once on Finch Bakery's profile and they were like, they can't supply enough cake for the whole of the UK. So why would they even try? Like, why would they get offended if someone else got their work? Like, if someone else got the job, why would you be offended by that? It's like, you can't cater for everyone, unfortunately. No. It's just one of those things where you have to... It's the same as there's a thousand office businesses, there's a thousand supermarkets. Like, 
there are varieties to cater for different people. Yeah. Like if you ask someone whether they shop at Sainsbury's or Tesco's, there'll be different opinions. Like <laughs> exactly. that is just one of those things. Um, but we wanted to talk about it because we wanted people to see that you can like reach out. Like it seems scary to reach out to someone over social media that you don't know, you've never met. They might be like, no, I don't want to be friends with you. But try it, honestly, because you never know. It might work. Like, Yeah, especially if it's someone you like, someone you follow. Or... Yeah, like you never know. Like that's one thing that I'm trying to do with the podcast. I'm like, there's some people that I really want them on. And I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to have to suck it up and ask, ask them. them. Because <laughs> if they say yes, I'll be like, yay, okay, that's nice. The worst that can happen is they say no. So exactly. You don't know unless you try. Also, I feel like that's another thing. Like, I feel like... I can't really say as I'm getting older because I'm only 22, but still, I feel like as you go on in your life, whatever way <laughs> you want to say it, you realise that one, life's too short. Like, it sounds really cringy, but it is. And it's true. Yeah. And also, it's like, if you don't ask, you don't get. So, like, if you want something, the worst that can happen is someone's going to say no, whether it's asking someone on a date, whether it's asking someone if they want to be your friend they want to go out and do something like it could literally be anything the worst they can say is no and one of the most mature things i think that i've learned literally only in the past six months it took a while um is that when someone says no you don't have to be offended no exactly and it took me so long to learn that and it's the same with like running a business if someone we were talking about this before we started but if someone says you know what i found someone else it's like you have to really sit there and go, you know what? I'm not going to be offended. I'm going to get on with my day. Yeah, and, accept it and just like, like okay. be annoyed for an hour and then <laughs> the next day go, right, I'm turning over a new leaf and that's it. Because it's really not worth it. It's Life not worth is it. so short. It's just, especially recently, we lost like three years to COVID and we need to make the most of it. I agree. We need to do a thousand cake shows this year. We do. And we need to get more people to come. Get more yes. Oh my god. Yes. To a trip. We need to make a little cake make group. A weekend of it. This is. We need a little cake clan. We do. That is definitely what we need. That's exciting. Oh, we need to plan this. We need a little WhatsApp chat. Yeah, it's it's hard though because as you say, like everyone thinks we're each other's competition. When we exactly. Really, if we was all to just to support each other. Maybe we It'll can be, be the ones better. to break the barriers. <laughs> Maybe people listen to this and realise. That you can make friends of us, especially, because we're nice gals. Yeah. And also, if they don't want to make friends with you, they're not worth it. And if they think you're competition, then they're probably the wrong type of person. Because you don't want that. Because even if they don't think it in the beginning, if you get any signs that they're competing with you, then it's just going to end badly. Because yeah, they might steal your ideas and not be um, like a constructive friend as a business owner as well. Like, you don't want anyone that's going to kind of take advantage of you, basically. So you want someone that's on the same wavelength. But, yeah, like I say... Yeah, that is true. It worked for us. Because that's the thing. It's so... There's so many types of businesses where people take advantage. Mm. Like, where they might seem nice in the beginning. Or even they don't seem nice. And they're 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 just... (laughs) They're just trying to kind of drain as much from your potential. Yeah. Because they don't have it themselves. You have to be so careful. But... Yeah, I feel like we have, like, hit the ball running with this. Yeah, I think the best thing I've learned about, like, 
making cakey friends or whatever, or just being semi-successful. I would say successful, but I'm not exactly where I want to be. <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna say you're successful. I feel like I sh- you could never say it about yourself. I hope not you're doing great. You're successful. I'm there. I have had my moments, <laughs> but is if if you just concentrate on what you're doing rather than comparing yourself. Yeah. In the beginning, it was a lot of comparing, like oh, what they're doing that, and oh, they seem to be really busy, like busier than me. And yep. Hundred percent. Worst thing you can do. Yeah. I feel like I've got better. It, like not comparing myself to other people yeah other cake yeah. makers local or not yeah I found it I'm much better for it yeah definitely um, I think that's definitely something I learned it in the baking side of stuff but just in general like as a life skill yeah a thousand percent because like whether it's you're trying to work out and be a better you and you're comparing yourself to other people's bodies where you're comparing yourself to how other people mm-hmm. look facial wise their personalities who they're friends with their lifestyle literally anything that's one thing that i again only recently in the past like few months when i was having my like moment of clarity um i just kind of decided you know what i'm going to focus on me and it's surprising how many people that left you before that come back because yeah. they're like, wow, she's doing, not, I'm not going to say great, but like, she's doing good. I'll say great. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. But like, when you're thinking, you know what, I'm in a good place at the moment, whether it is your business, whether it's your personal life, I think it is so important. Like, it's really surprising how many people come back and they're like, you're doing great. Do you want to meet up? And it's like, no. Like, we ended that friendship or whatever yeah. for a reason. I'm in a good place right now. But, it's surprising what changes you can make when you just focus on yourself. Exactly. Like, 100% channeling all your energy into just you yeah. and your business and whatever it is. Like, so important, honestly. Yeah, I think it's very damaging when you compare yourself. It's damaging to your mental health. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. When you're just comparing, as you say, in life in general, not just cakes yeah. or your work. I think it's one of the worst things you could do. Yeah. And it's one of the problems with social media, but unfortunately... Mm there are perks to it and there's also downsides to it and that is one of the sacrifices of social media Mm. is that yes you can have it but you have to have the strength to separate that is someone else's life not mine and I can post about mine but I need to make sure that I don't wish for something other than my life yeah because that's all you're getting so unfortunately you can't do more than that magically have their life yeah and like everyone got there differently so whether it's your business that's another thing like so many people compare their businesses but like some people were dropped into it and they got lucky like there's so many people like that and then there's some people that work really hard and they do not get the recognition there was a few which i saw where finch bakery like they were amazing businesses and i followed them before and finch bakery actually reposted one of them and then she just like skyrocketed and, like, she should have, like, skyrocketed probably before that. Yeah. But she just wasn't getting the airtime. And then people were like, she's really good. And then when they posted about it and they were like, this person's really underrated, then she actually started getting some traction. But I was like, she's, like, amazing at what she does. And she just isn't getting any... Like, no. she was on, like, a thousand followers on Instagram. And she started before me and she was like a thousand times better. Like, I was just like, how are you not getting any followers? Like, and this just noticed. It's crazy. Mm. But it's amazing what 
one share can do honestly that's why share away guys yeah like especially people with a background like that have a following Mm. it's literally amazing what people can do it makes a huge difference yeah it does so as we're in the new year I wanted to talk about your goals and just expansion just out of curiosity like obviously don't share what you don't want to share but like I know what my goals are for expanding the business and I was just curious as to whether you're like you know what I want to stay in my house working from there or I want to you know have a massive warehouse and like sell all over the UK and have 20 (laughs) shops or whatever just curious really I want to really crack wedding cakes yeah I want to get out there in the wedding world but it's a confidence thing for me yeah wedding cakes I get really bad anxiety with wedding cakes I feel like it never gets better they haunt me months before months after oh my god but i like the end result yeah of them yeah i mean i'm not as great as some wedding artists wedding cake artists out there there's some amazing ones um there's one near to us called cherry tree cakery she's amazing i think i might have seen her yeah she's amazing um chemini do you follow Chemily? Mm, Chemily's Cakes? Is no. it Chemily's Cakes? Um, and Yummy Pudding Co. I've heard of that, yeah. Sally. Yeah. She's amazing. Um, I mean, they're just way beyond what I can do. They're amazing. Um, but yeah, I really want to, one day, within the next three years, I'd say, yeah, crack the wedding cake market. I feel like it's you get a very different sense of satisfaction from weddings. Because, like, I still, when I'm free on a Saturday, I do weddings with my sister to do hair and makeup because she trained me. And when you do someone's makeup, like, just the vibe of a wedding anyway, but, like, when you finish someone's makeup and they get up and they're like, oh, my God, I love it, thank you so much. It's just a completely different... You wouldn't get that if it was, like, birthday makeup. No. Like, it's just always different when it's a wedding. Because it is. the day they're gonna remember for the rest of their life. Exactly. It's a really important day. Yeah. And like obviously everyone says like you only get married once, which you hope that you do, but you never know. But it's just different. Like even though people can do it multiple times the same as you would a birthday, it's just different. It is. And it is a lot more stressful. It's a very personal thing. It is stressful. That's the thing. I've had moments where I'm like oh, I'm just not going to even bother accepting wedding cake orders anymore because it's not worth the stress. Yeah. And I'm like, but I actually love doing them. Yeah. I shared one today that I'd done, my first ever cake, wedding cake I'd done, and it was a four, my first ever four-tier cake. Yeah. Um, That was almost three years ago now. And my mum, it was for my mum's friend's daughter, and they got their photo book three years late. <laughs> and they had pictures of the cake in it and she showed me today and I was like oh I'm actually really proud of that yeah that's not perfect but, but it's growth it is that is the main thing as long as you are better now than you were then exactly. then that shows your growth so yeah I think that is definitely my main goal to do yeah that because you you don't do any postals no nope. just to give people a bit of perspective been there tried it didn't like it yeah <laughs> I I really like the postals. I think is my problem is I love everything. Um, I love the postals, but I also really like cakes. I really like postals and I really like cakes, but 
that's why I've mainly recently completely redone my postal menu and that's going live literally like next week which is scary um but at the same time I completely get how people wouldn't like because it's all differing schedules yeah because postals if you're doing them twice a week you're baking on the weekend which you might be doing cakes as well and there's a lot of different like stock that you have to keep as well because postals is completely different to cakes and it's usually a bit more last minute um which again most people don't like but um just about what you do you do cakes cupcakes sugar cookies yeah just not for long i haven't been doing those for long but i love them yeah love them they they are the cutest thing i love sugar cookies i do treat boxes i love my treat boxes because obviously i can do any theme color yeah love those they can be very very personalized yeah any little personal touches added um especially to sugar cookies that's what i love about sugar cookies yeah as you can there's possibilities are endless yeah i um, love them i love my treat boxes um obviously i'm called just cupcakes but i don't just do cupcakes yeah there is a story behind that's that. why i wanted to clarify there is a story behind that because when i started out i literally done just cupcakes yeah <laughs> buttercream cupcakes not fondant um no fondant toppers or anything like that because i just the confidence wasn't there for me yeah bigger cakes and yeah. i just kept getting asked can you do me a cake or eight inch cake whatever six inch cake and i was just saying yes every time yeah but if i said no then i probably wouldn't have been doing them now yeah because for me that was basically practice yeah and i just kept doing them and doing them and doing them yeah and now i love them yeah and i do them more than cupcakes yeah <laughs> And I thought of changing my name, rebranding, everything like that. And I thought, no, I that's don't what people know you as. Me. <laughs> yeah, that's what people know you as, and it also shows your growth. Like, because everyone that I've seen, there was there's another one who I love, Wish Upon a Cupcake. Oh my god! I and love she her. was the same. She started as Cupcakes, and she never changed her name yeah. because you know them as that. You know where like where they started. You can usually guess. Like the same with you. It's like, did she maybe do cupcakes in the beginning and then now she does more? Um, and I feel like it's nice because also people know you for that brand. Yeah. So if you're basically starting again if you rebrand. You have the yeah, worry I'm of, not. like, will people know me? Is someone going to go, where's where's Lauren? Like, if you rebrand to something completely different. I'm not changing. Someone said, why don't you just be Cakes by Lauren? Because that's boring. I don't yeah. want Cakes by Lauren. Yeah. There's probably loads of Cakes by Lauren yeah. out there. And I just thought, it'd be like losing, losing something that means something to me. Yeah, it, it's if your I name. Change, I know it sounds really, it's just a name. But it is your name. But it's where I started. It's the same as if someone said, change your real name. It's like, <laughs> it's my name. Yes, I can change it. The same as everyone has different names, but it's my name. Yeah, no, so that's why I'm still just cupcakes by Lauren. But I do nearly everything. I guess. Yeah. Not postals. Too complicated for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm very strict with postals. Like I don't know how people do like one item. Like you can have one item of each. So you could have like a box of nine things but they're one of each item and I'm yeah. like I would have to bake a thousand different items. Mm. And you'd have to sell like quite a few because obviously it's tra brownies so like a tray bake. Exactly. And obviously I bake my brownies in one tray and one flavour. Yeah. So you'd have to sell like however exactly. many brownies you get. Out especially of the tray. when they're things like cookie pies and stuff. It's like 
you can't even cut corners and do like a half and half tray of flavor like no that has to be one whole flavor yeah um so it is a massive pain so now i'm like right it has to be a box of six minimum and that's how it's gonna work unless you had a shop oh i know it is a it's a dream suit a shop (laughs) one of my goals is to do classes teaching i want to have an industrial shop where it can be kind of like a showroom my brother's got one similar and i love the idea where you can do appointments to come into the shop so it's not just free ball in like you can come in whenever you like because there is the worry that if there's 100 people in there i can't run around and help them all yeah um and also it's quite nice to have a tailored service like someone has an appointment you can run them through everything yeah and they've got your full attention um and also to have a shop uh to have a room sorry in the back of that and then do classes i love i always wanted to be a teacher like a primary school teacher um my mum because i can talk for england so (laughs) we always used to say that maybe i'd do something in teaching and i would love to do like kids teaching classes where i bake the cakes and then it's a decorating class because i feel like baking is something that they could learn at home yeah they could find or they could even get the recipe given to them at the end of the class but that is something where it's not as difficult to get that right if you have the right recipe yeah but the decorating is the thing that they're going to need a hand with that's the creative part i think yeah definitely that's the bit i enjoy most as well so it's like i don't want to watch 20 kids bake layers because i'll just be like right on board now (laughs) i actually need to see the decorating side and also it's like you'd have like 20 different designs they'd all come out different and it's just like kids i just love kids kids parties literally that'd be fun yeah like come and decorate cakes for oh my god you're giving me ideas now god i'm gonna be saying to my mum like this is what i mean about a thousand miles now i'm gonna be like right mum i found a unit i'm gonna (laughs) set up the classes because lauren told me i could do this they're quite expensive around her units aren't they uh well there's not many of them with kitchens yeah that's what really annoys me Mm. i have a really particular idea in mind and i can't find it and that's what's really annoying me i want a glass front yeah so that you can have the showroom and people can see in because even if it was like an office you'd still want some kind of cake showcase in the window so that people know what you're doing and i just can't find any like that they're all industrial like a metal building and that's not what i want tin can yeah (laughs) i need like a normal office i did find one in town um which was near the old sainsbury's yeah and it's the one with the glass doors it yeah. used to be a, like a estate agent's and i looked at it and i was like i can't afford it it's a thousand pound a month but i was like it's perfect it would be because it was big enough that i could put a separating wall and have my own kitchen in the back there's that one on the corner as well of um opposite noodle bar yeah there's that big there used to be a music shop and then i think it's a clothes shop yeah there's that one that's got a nice big yeah there's just so many things but again it's just whether you can make it into a kitchen if it doesn't already have one yeah because of like the rental agreements and things it's so complicated it's a complicated thing isn't it that's why i'm just like you know what i'll leave it for the moment leave it for now. that's why i need a cake room because it's like that's the next step it's like i have a kitchen then move to the cake room which is only for me and then move out and that's the thing again i'm like right when i move out i'm gonna need like a four bedroom house for one person (laughs) honestly (laughs) because i need an office for 
my filming and all of my crafts that I have. And then I also need a cake room because I'm definitely not going to be able to, if it's like a nicer new build, I'm not going to want to dirty the kitchen every day. So I'm going to want a separate room. It's just, and then you need a spare room, obviously, because if anyone actually needs to stay, I need to be able to accommodate. So it's just... I'm going to end up having like a half million pound house that I can't afford. <laughs> like I, I look and I'm just like, it's not happening. I just, I need the biggest mortgage ever, which is just shocking. But yes, those are plans for expansion. <laughs> Mine are really far-fetched as usual. <laughs> yeah. These are some questions that I have for Lauren. So the first one is, if you could go back, would you ever start the business as a partnership? Because I know a lot of small businesses are people that are completely on their own. And I'm just curious whether... Because it's a looking back. You can't actually do it because you're obviously here now. But it's just yeah. whether you would think it would have made it easier to have someone there to share all your like struggles with. Or whether you think, you know what, I actually quite like being on my own. I would say I'd leave it on my own. Yeah. Yeah, I'm quite independent Same. in that way and a bit of a control freak. Same. So if someone does something that wrong. annoyed me and it was wrong, I'd be like, you're fired. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. So no, I think independence, being on my own. Yeah. Love it. Hate it sometimes. Yeah. It's quite lonely. Yeah, definitely. We, it's yeah. Sure, didn't we? It can be really Yeah, we were saying that's when we were talking about yeah. being able to find Kate friends like... It can be lonely sometimes because yeah. if you don't have that social life because you are working a lot, then you don't meet people. Like exactly. you're not going to make friends with your customers. I mean, you do kind of, but you're not going to go out for drinks with them. <laughs> so, or like talk about your horrible customers to them. <laughs> so you need someone. And also it's quite nice when someone knows the industry. Yeah. Because then it's like they share those struggles. So when you say... I've had this nightmare of a person. Sometimes I say it to my parents and I'll be like, oh my God, can you believe they did this? And they're like, but did they actually da da da? And I'm like, say if someone comes really late, I'm like, yeah, but I have a life. And they might go, yeah, but what if this happened? I'm like, you don't get it. <laughs> like if you were in the business, you would get it. And that's the difference. It is nice. But at the same yeah. time, partnerships, I feel like you have to be a certain type of person. I'm not much of a sharer. I like to, I don't like to delegate, which is no. the reason why I am not that fond of having a shop shop where like, a bit like Isa Bakes and Finch Bakery where people can come in because then you need a lot of employees and I'm yeah. not sure I can do that. Whereas a showroom, it's like I could run that myself with my family and then I don't have to necessarily share it out. Yeah. And partnerships is differing opinions. You've got two people on the same level. So that's why it's difficult because they're both making managerial decisions mm. and you're like, I don't agree with that. I don't want to do that. Whereas if they're below you, then obviously you can kind of overpass it a bit and be like, no, I'm the manager. I'm doing it. Yeah. So it is definitely difficult. But I was just curious about that because I do wonder whether people sort of say, oh my God, yes, my first two years were so difficult. I wish I had someone else there with me. But at the same time, managing someone else can kind of make it difficult yeah. at the same time. I mean, I'd love someone to do admin. <laughs> the bane of my life. Yeah, literally. It's literally the bane of my life. Uh, but then again, when it comes to taking on orders, I like to have a look at my diary myself. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I'm a bit like that with my accounting admin. Like, because I have that accounting background, I'm a bit of a control freak. Mm. I have a thousand different spreadsheets. <clears throat> and I'm like, you know what? 
I wouldn't want to employ an accountant. No. Because I don't want them to do it. I want to do it. Like, I like that bit of therapy time. It's like an hour where I don't have to look at a cake. So if I'm like, you know what, I'm all caked out today, then I can do a bit of admin. And that's the difference. Well, so Just Cupcakes by Lauren is just by Lauren. Yay! No one else. Um, The next one was if you could have done any type of business. So like if you think back to when you went, all right, I'm going to do cakes. Would you ever think, you know what? I'd be curious to see how this type would have actually panned out if I'd done it. Um, no. I'm trying to think. Because I've always struggled with knowing what I'm good at. Yeah. So I'm thinking off the top of my head, am I good at anything else? Would I do anything else? Would I run a business in anything else? Probably not. Yeah. Thing but is, then... sometimes it's surprising because like, I wouldn't have said that I was good at cakes. No. And then no, I decided to actually me. start a business in it for some weird reason. And it just sort of happens, doesn't it? Like, yeah. You can't really explain it. No. I would never in a million years would have thought, when I grow up, I'm going to make cakes. Yeah. Ever. But also, I don't see it as a... Like, it's not... This isn't meant to be offensive for anyone that might take it the wrong way, but I wouldn't see it as a profession. No. So, like, when you're sat there as a kid going, hmm, what do I want to do? I don't go, oh, I'll be a cake maker. I just think I'd be a baker that works in, say, Tesco's because they make cakes in Tesco's. I wouldn't necessarily realise that you can do it yourself outside of that. It's just not one of those professions that you necessarily think think of. When I even started following cake makers and stuff like that, like, before I had my business, I don't think I did. Yeah follow or necessarily be like oh yeah cake maker it's funny i've had people like on my instagram i have the like full-time baker just because people are curious and it's funny some people say to me what that's your business like because i have it on my personal one because i have the youtube like connected to that and people are like what that's your business and i'm like yeah and they were like oh i thought that you just made them for someone and I'm like... I do. <laughs> yeah, but it's my business. And they're like, oh, you know, I just thought it was like someone else's business and you made them... You're like an employee. Oh, it's mine. And I'm like, no, I would not be promoting that on my Instagram if it was. Like, that would be their job. Yeah, I had someone recently say, um, oh, fair play to you for making a full-time business out of cake. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Is that meant that? to sound patronising yeah, like, or...? What does that mean? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it's a bit like when people, no one's ever said it to me, but I've heard of other people where they've gone like, oh, I, what a lovely little business. Or, oh, it's so nice that you do that all from your home. And it all sounds very patronising. <laughs> the one I do love, that I laugh every time is, well done. <laughs> well done. Do you say well done to people that work in an office? I never got a well oh, my done hair looks when great. I was. Well done, hairdresser. <laughs> yeah. Is it a thing you say? No, definitely not. You would say thank you. Yeah. Like if someone did something for you and you went, oh, that's nice, thank you. I mean, you wouldn't maybe say if well been done. With me from the beginning and known what I was like in the beginning to know what I'm like now, then yeah, that is a well done. But, but you still <laughs> wouldn't. Well done, you've got better because you were rubbish at the beginning. <laughs> it's like, I wouldn't want that. I'd be like, don't tell me I was rubbish, I know. But I've grown, okay? I, I couldn't see that myself. I don't need you to tell me. Gosh. But well done is definitely a. 
well done. You did well on this one. It's so, like fair play to you. It's like, uh, excuse me, did you think I was going to do badly? So, following on from that, um, is there anything that you would change in terms of your growth? So, this is more so because of the lessons you've learned now. So, if you think, like, what works and what doesn't, is there anything where you're like, oh, if I could, when I started my business, if I could go back, I'd go, you know what, this works. I should have done that. I should have tried that. Yeah, I think the big one for me is probably timing. Um, <laughs> when you start, I don't think you realise how time-consuming yeah. it can be. Yeah. So I'd say maybe in the start a lot of things, we're well, not rushed, but done in a short span of time, whereas now I have a system. Yeah. I'm going to bake my sponges on this day, and yeah. then I'm going to decorate the next day. Yeah. And then they get collected either that evening or the following morning. Yeah. Or bake early the morning the collections the morning after whatever i've got a system now of what i do it's crazy how the same like every time you say something i'm like same like literally i used to do that as well because i think the bacon sponges part if that's out of the way yeah then all you've got to think about is right well and it's the cooling that is such a pain because i don't like to put them in the fridge no because I feel like it makes them soggier. Yeah. So I want them to fully cool before they go in the fridge. Yeah, that's what I do. So you want to... Because some people are like, leave them out and then after 10 minutes take them out the tins. But sometimes I think that's a bit too soon. Mm. Sometimes I leave it like half an hour yeah. then take them out the tins that's and let I them do. cool. Because I think that's where they're trying to do it quick. Yeah. But then I worry about ripping the sponge because it's so fresh well, yeah, if it's out too the warm, oven. It will rip the sponge. Really. Then I don't want to just like mm. flip it out straight away. No, I always leave the cooling tins for a little while. But it's definitely a time... I wish I'd known. Yeah. That I wish I'd known a lot more things when I started. Because yeah. I think when you start a business, it. I feel like it was quite rushed. Like, I want to do it, so I'm going to do it. That Rather than me, yeah. do my research um, and learn some tricks of the trade, get into a system this is what I'm gonna do I think that's definitely something I wish I would have done yeah so not sort of bam started yeah. I make cakes now yeah take your time do your yeah. research learn actually what you're doing yeah. before and you do it make sort of thing. loads of cakes for friends and family before yeah. you even think of starting a business yeah so I think that's one thing I, I baked anyway but I wish I would have baked more yeah I weirdly did it at the same time like I was baking for family for like the practice but then I also because I was posting photos people were like can I order a cake and I was like yeah go for it yeah and it's like um I'm it's still practicing so I should yeah. still be practicing it's definitely yeah I wish I would have known more or yeah. made myself learn more back then yeah because there's things now what they, they just I don't even think I knew about a crumb coat when I started. I honestly don't think I even crumb coated cakes. So I, I don't out, know how I started out cupcakes anyway. There's so how many you actually did that because I'm like I can't imagine trying to final coat a cake. That's how bad they were then. <laughs> <laughs> and they was, were they were spotty. I'll tell you what it was. The first proper cake, as in selling cake, I did was one with like fingers at the side. 
Well, no, when you stick yeah. your fingers around the side of a cake. To hide. To hide? Yeah. The monstrosity of the, the buttercream. Whenever I see those, I'm like, they're hiding the sides. That's what I started out doing. And where I couldn't get the top of my cake smooth and sharp enough, I used to do rosettes all the way around. Um, that's knows? that's smart. But someone's made it a thing. Is it is a belief to bake? Yes. Yeah, but hers actually look amazing. Like, they they pop. They are smooth underneath. Yeah, yeah they are, because she's yeah. amazing. But I used to it's do it a to good hide. hack. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good it. hack. Um, they look amazing though. I love those ones. Yeah. Um, but no, that's what I used to do. And I think a drip can hide things. Yes. My drips in the beginning were awful. I should have practiced more on those. Also so, makes a difference what you use for drips. Yeah. I only use spread now because it's just a thousand spread times easier. Saver, isn't it? Yeah. Literally, when Tesco's went out of white, white chocolate, chocolate spread, I was like, what it's am I going to do with my life? It's back. I can't find it. <gasps> can't you? Maybe because last time I went, I did buy like four. I bought like 20 the last time I found it. <laughs> and I mean. then I worked my way through them. And then now I use um, Baking Brothers from yeah. Cake Decorating Co. Because it was cheaper than J.M. Posner. That's the reason why. And I just like the taste of it. I haven't tried the J.M. Posner one, but... I looked at prices and I was like, I'll try this one because it is more expensive than Tesco's. So it makes more sense to... You You learn things along the way. Yeah, I just wish I would have known a bit more. Yeah. However, sometimes, like, you wouldn't necessarily have been able to know that in the beginning without it being told to you. Mm. So it's kind of... You feel like maybe you've gained a lot of skills by having to learn it along the way. And then you also know what it's like to build on your business because you're like, I've had to learn all this along the way. It hasn't come on the first day and I knew everything. So then it kind of shows your growth as well. Exactly. (laughs) Right. So the next one is our controversial topics. So (laughs) we've been here a while, so I'm going to try and get through these quickly. Um, But we just wanted to quickly mention because this is something that I feel like a lot of people... We were saying before we started that I think everyone expects us small businesses just in general to be all really smiley and nice and never say when we don't agree with something or whether something upsets us or is offensive. And one thing that we wanted to mention is pricing and bartering because it has been such a common thing going around recently. I've seen so many posts about it and Lauren's had a fair share of experiences with it. But I just don't think it's okay. And we think that you guys should also tell people whether it's not okay. Like, don't... If someone says, can you do it cheaper? Don't accept that because they wouldn't do that to, say, Tesco's or any other type of business. So why should you? Just because you're a small business. Mm. But did you want to just share your little experience with just having a lot of people expect yeah, i think there's something in the air lately i mean it's january everyone's broke because of christmas anyway i think so but <laughs> that's not the point i think it is one of those things that i when i've had it recently about my prices being mentioned when they didn't really need to be as in you know you just do it, it sort of felt like a dig almost yeah. um it puts doubt in my head, like, oh my god, am I am I too expensive? Like, yeah. What am I, like, maybe I am. Oh, am I? No, but I'm not. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, but I have to I have to provide. Yeah. I have a family to provide for. Yeah. I know my worth. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> After four years. Yeah. Um, it is. It's about knowing your worth. If 
Oh, stick to your prices, yeah. I think. Um, a thousand percent. Plus, it's difficult when ingredients has got more expensive. Yeah. Um, I remember the big price jump for butter. Yeah. It used to be, I'm sure butter used to be under a pound. And strawberries. And Whenever anyone has them on cakes or just chocolate covered ones. Especially when they're out of season. I try not to use them when they're not um, great anyway. Yeah. <laughs> My children love them, so I buy them all the time. Um, I don't really eat them at the minute because I don't like the taste of them. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... No, when price of ingredients go up, we have to consider that as cake makers. Yeah. Because even if it's by 2p, 5p, 10p, whatever it is, I mean, butter now is, what is it, a pound? Like salted butter, uh, salted or unsalted butter for buttercream, I mean. 149, sorry. Yeah. And that, there was a, I remember the big jump it made because yeah. it wasn't, it used to be £1.20 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, I think when I started even, yeah, there like, was a big jump almost two years ago, like, I think it was like one twenty. Yeah, and it is, and it depends on what ingredients you use. Yeah. Um, some people might buy Supreme Flour, I don't know, some people might buy Tesco Flour. Or which, Aldi. Or, or Aldi, yeah, exactly, it depends where you shop, it depends what works for you yeah because i don't know if i bought flour from say aldi and then flour from tesco the aldi one might be better or yeah. the tesco one might be better so you have to do what works for you base your prices on that pay yourself a wage yeah that's a mistake i made yeah. which i'm rectifying make only sure just you're now. <laughs> like calculating an hourly rate yeah that you plus some sort of profit you need because your hourly rate and the profit i feel is different yeah um because then what are you put back into your business? Yeah, that's something that I need to be better with. Yeah. Because so I pay myself a wage, but... You need money the to profit put back in. I need, yeah. Because if you need to buy colourings, like I'm running out of colour mill and sugar flare, and I need to literally buy like them all again now. Yeah. And sprinkles. I'm yeah. Constantly buying sprinkles, um, which I'm also running low on. Can you believe it? <laughs> I buy way too <laughs> many. I'm always buying them. Yeah, I have a problem. I've had to stop. I remember you saying. Yeah, I've had to stop because it's a problem. I once did a YouTube tour and everyone said, oh my God, why have you got so many sprinkles? And I was like, okay, maybe this is a problem. Everyone else is making me think it's a problem. But it is. is, What we do is very bespoke. You're not going to go into Tesco's and find our cakes. And someone can do it themselves. So if my customer can do it themselves, then they they can, but they can't. If they want a nice looking... Cake. Yeah. <laughs> you have to bake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's very, very bespoke what we do. Um, and special, I think. Yeah, definitely. And any small business, like, it's a lot of time that goes into it. And a lot of the time you can't price it that way. And I think it is a massive shame. Like, there's so many things that I see on Etsy where I'm like, that's really cheap. Like, please up it. There's When I did that, I bought from my followers and they were all bakers. Oh, yeah. And there was a couple where I was like, you need to be charging more, because I was like, it's a good product. Like, I'm really pleased with it, but you are not paying yourself enough. No. Like, I can tell, because I'm in the business, yeah. whereas someone buying it would just go, oh, that's a good price. Yeah. They're not thinking, oh, it's like she's getting a wage, she's getting her ingredient cost, she's getting this. Like, it's shocking how low some yeah. people's things are. It is, it's... But then on the other hand, I understand that everyone has a budget, 100%. There's things I've done or bought my children before or whatever that I'm like, I'm, okay, I'm on a budget, so I need to yeah. spend a budget. Completely understand that. But I 
if you physically can't you can't lower your price to suit yeah. someone's budget you can offer things like yeah if you as you were saying earlier if you take off this yeah like, like if you give someone a breakdown this. is a way of going around it yeah if someone says that they don't have that budget then maybe say to them well here's a breakdown here's the cake cost this is the topper here's the figures or something that's going on it and then maybe they can say you know what i'll take off the topper or yeah. i'll take off this that and next thing or go for a smaller size yeah if they don't necessarily need that size some people go for the size because of the look Mm. rather than the actual need of the portions yeah so then they can cater for it that way but yeah i think it's one of those things where you just have to stick to it because as much as someone else can make you feel like you're not worth that much you will be like as long as you're working it out in a good way you're working out everything as you should be your ingredients your hourly rate all of that and you're not just picking a number out of a hat then that is what you're worth like and you need to stick to that because yeah unfortunately and also my belief which is going to sound very blunt to some people but we were talking about this earlier how blunt i am but if you do not have the budget for my cake then potentially you should not be buying a custom cake that is my thought if you want a cake for 20 pounds then i would recommend you go to tesco's because you're not gonna and if you do expect a small business to make one for that price then i feel bad for them because there's plenty of people there's them in our area there's them in all areas where i look at them and i'm like you're wasting your potential Mm. and i do feel bad for them genuinely because i'm like you're you're gonna kill yourself making these cakes and eventually your business is gonna go bust because you're not making enough you're exerting more energy because you're going to be spending four hours doing it and not being actually paid that time no, I do. You have to. You have to know your worth. You have to stick. Stick to your prices. Yeah, definitely. If you need to put them up, put them up. <laughs> and we mentioned as well when we were talking about your wedding cake dream um, about imposter syndrome, because I feel like where a big part of the cake anxiety comes from is you're constantly sort of thinking to yourself, "Is it good enough?" And then when you get that satisfaction from the customer saying that it's good enough, then you're sort of settled. And honestly, I don't know why, but the only cakes that I get worried about now is wedding cakes. Mm. I I don't know about you, but I don't worry about a birthday cake at all. No, I think they're depending on what it is. I do you know if I it's get, a two tier, then maybe. But I get worried about tiered cakes yeah. in general. I'm like, oh my god, I hope they travel with it okay. I hope they do yeah. it really carefully. I hope they store it correctly. Da 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 da. And I'm like, but tall cakes can be scary anyway because obviously they're so tall. Yeah. And you're like, oh my god, yeah, just drive careful. I always make sure I say, yeah, please drive careful. I'm like, I've got it on the ring doorbell, and I've also got it on a note on the cake, so I, pan- I know that I said it. Yeah, I panic with with tiered cakes when the customer's collecting them and taking them. Away. I've had one where it had to balance on the seat before because she came in an Audi TT, oh. you know, the sports car with two seats. And, um, yeah, she said, she was like, oh, I'm putting it, I'll put it in the footwell. And then Didn't fit. it was not fitting. And it was a six and a four inch and it was both like eight inches tall. Oh, God. So I was like, yeah, that's not fitting in there. And then she balanced it on a coat yeah. in the seat because obviously the seat isn't flat. No. <laughs> to make it flat. And then she put the seat belt around it and I, it had been in the fridge all night. So I knew that it was, and she was collecting it in the morning. So I was like, it's set. So as long as she doesn't knock it off, like she's not going to like dent it or anything, but I'm more worried about her actually knocking the top off. But it made it home. Luckily, she was eight minutes away, which I think could easily be 
in town still, which mm-hmm. is far enough away from me that I would worry. But those are the only ones that I worry about. It was a weird thing that kind of clicked. The January of last year, like when we went into the new year last year, just something clicked. And just all of a sudden I was like, why am I worrying? Like, and I think that was the imposter syndrome. I was like, oh God, am I, am I good enough? And then I was just like, you know what? I'm going to stop worrying because people keep telling me that they're lovely. So they're not just lying. God, it's so hard though, isn't it? Like I still worry so much. I don't know why. And I you've do. been doing it for four years. Yeah, I just... Wedding cakes especially. I think wedding I think, cakes well, yeah. is one of those things where it's just not going to get... I think everyone must It worry. never gets better, yeah. Surely no one walks away thinking, woohoo, yeah. Yeah. And I, I take a little bag with me and I'm like, right, it's got a thousand things. It's a bit like that night out bag that people I have. I take my whole kit with Where me. it has a thousand things Pardon that you bags. might never need. Buttercream. Yeah. Spatula. Yeah. Scissors. Dowels. scissors. I, I have scissors Gloves. because the amount of times I get asked by like people around the venue going, oh my God, I need scissors to cut this. And I'm like, here you go. And I'm just that person that has everything. Just everything in your we should get a belt. Oh, oh my God, God, a little makeup. Like, it's yeah, like the ones that have like makeup. But, oh my God. But yeah. with cake stuff in it. Like, oh God, this is so funny. Yeah, that's You need idea. that, definitely. I'm going to get that. Yeah. Without my brushes and <laughs> spatula and... You'll be walking around the venue and you're just pulling stuff out like um, scissors. Yeah. Do you have this? Yes, right here. A pen. In 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 compartment one. Let me just get that out for labeled. you. Everything's labelled now, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, all labelled. Yeah. That's a good idea. So we are I think twenty twenty two is the year of getting rid of imposter syndrome yeah. and believing in yourself. You included, Lauren. <laughs> You've been doing this four years. You can you can believe in yourself now. You're you're past the point I'll of try. whether you're unsure. But we were talking about as well, like where you're sort of thinking, Am I in the right business? Should I continue doing this? And it's like I feel like you that's one thing, although I don't get nervous about cakes, I do have the odd like moment. Like where you have it's like the opposite of a moment of clarity, where you're sort of thinking am I in the right business? And then you kind of have to pick yourself up and say, yes, obviously I am. But I think a lot of people struggle with imposter syndrome. Like I, I get it. Like I was saying to you on, cause we have, most places have it, but obviously on Facebook you have chats and there's a mum's page in our area. And I do often get it where if someone picks me, I'm just like, why, why are you picking me? I'm like, there's a hundred people posting on this thing mm. and obviously sometimes other people get picked but I'm like why are you picking me like why didn't you pick the other people and I do sometimes wonder I'm like what why and I just can't get it around my head and obviously that is just they like you, like there's, you. there's something like the, the same as someone mm. else likes someone else like yeah it's just one of those things but it's just so difficult to get your head around it is like often it just doesn't feel real sometimes it is weird. But. I think, yeah, doubting yourself and stuff is the worst. I need to stop it, definitely. Yeah. I'm the worst for it. The last thing of the controversial topics is frozen cake. So I wanted to mention this because I was telling Lauren how I had some very passionate people when I mentioned frozen cake. I don't currently do this because, like I was saying to Lauren, I don't need to. No. Like, if people are that busy that they have to freeze cake then that's their choice um but i personally like to 
bake it all fresh. Yeah. And because I have, like you say, the routine of like, right, I bake on this day, I mm-hmm. then I don't necessarily need to because you're that organised that you can just bake. But I had some very passionate people say that they wouldn't dare buy a cake if it was frozen or cupcakes if they were frozen. And I just wanted to know, like, people feel free to message me what your thoughts are on this. Or if I end up uploading this to YouTube, which I should be, then <laughs> let me know in the comments. Because we're just a bit curious. Because, like, what were you saying about it? I, I've i never needed to, like you, yeah. fr- freezer cake. Some people do. Some people find them easier to work with. Um, I've never tried it, so I wouldn't know. I'm really curious to just try it but, once to see whether it, like, crumb coats and stuff easier or yeah. whether it doesn't. I mean, I can imagine it would be because it's colder. Yeah. Obviously, if you crumb coat in a soft cake, it's a bit of a nightmare. Yeah. But I don't know. I just prefer... You're not obliged... Technically, you're not really obliged to tell customers it's previously frozen yeah. anyway so yeah. it's not something you could have bought something from somewhere someone or a, a fresh tea like a tea room that does cakes that could have freeze, previously been frozen and you not know yeah or they could have know. bought it from a shop yeah like, you're not they don't even have to tell you yeah you're not gonna know unless it obviously says on the packaging like not suitable for freezing previously yeah, frozen or, or whatever or tesco's croissants <laughs> or something and you're like <laughs> oh okay <laughs> but um i don't really have an opinion on it because I've never done it. Yeah, so you don't know. So that's the thing. I feel like I need to try it so that I can maybe understand why people yeah. would do it because I just haven't felt the need. But that's not to say that it's wrong. But yeah, we were just curious because it's one of those things where you think, well, technically it's not any less fresh because you freeze it on the day that it's been baked. Yeah. So it hasn't aged at all. No. Because it's been frozen. Um, and some people perceive it to be a better way of decorating. So it's not necessarily that they don't have the time to bake it. It's just that they like to work with frozen cakes yeah. rather than a soft, fresh one. Yeah. But it really just depends. I've had people say that they think when they've tested it, it makes the cake more moist. Yeah. I've seen that before. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know whether it's because it's like that point of reaching room temperature so yeah maybe it is more moist um but no i just i don't know if, even if you're super busy though would that really save you time when you've got yeah. all those cakes to decorate anyway yeah you'd probably end up be taking on more to decorate these people need a system like us <laughs> literally because it's like if you're not spending the time baking then you're gonna take on more orders to decorate yeah so it's like you're still gonna fill that time you're not gonna have free time you're just going to have more time to decorate more cakes yeah. rather than be baking. So you would necessarily make more money, but at the same time, you're going to use the time elsewhere. Yeah, like you'll to still, bake you'll it still in be advance. doing the same amount of work regardless. Yeah, right? like yeah. in the same weekend, you might be able to do more orders, yeah. but you've got to then pre-bake all of them. Yeah. Yeah, and I just worry that I'd freeze it wrong and then I'd take it out and it's got like freezer burn or something and oh, I can't use it. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Freezer burn, isn't it? Why do yeah. you call it a frostbite? Frostbite is a person. We get frostbite. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Your cake might get frostbite as well. I'd call it cake frostbite. But I did it once. I Because I have the frozen macaroons because yeah. I charge people for the pack because 
if I don't use the other flavours and they go off or whatever, then I can't use them. Um, but I keep them in the freezer. And there was once where I didn't, I sellotape the box back so that they're all sealed. And there was once where I didn't. And then I went to take them out and they were all freezer burned. And I was like, uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's why I'm like, you know what? If I can avoid freezing, then I will because I'm too worried that I'll do it wrong. And then I'll go the day before. I'll be like, right, I'm ready to decorate this cake. And then I'll have to rebake it again, which is more ingredients. And it just wouldn't have turned out right. No. It's a massive pain. So... We have come to the end after one hour oh and 50 minutes. <laughs> I don't know about you. You're probably like, oh my God, I can't wait to get out. But it doesn't feel like that long. I don't feel like it's that long. I looked at it when it was in the first 15 minutes and I was like, right, we're rolling. We're doing good. And then it's at two hours and I'm but like... I have to listen to this in like three hearts. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair though, I love a long podcast. Like I've seen people, basically, it's a common kind of... Uh, judgment that if your podcast is under an hour it's not a podcast that's okay, the kind that's of conception that i always hear the, people the yeah <laughs> because i used to always be worried i'm like i need to be over that because whenever you upload a podcast they're like oh it's only half an hour i can't listen to that while i'm going for like a run or a walk because it's not long enough you know i think i might be a podcast convert because i've never listened to one. Oh, i love them i will put you on some good ones yeah can you? everyone on here and probably on my YouTube knows that I love Stephen Bartlett. Okay. Um, he's a big businessman, but he he also has a YouTube, so I'll send you that. But um, he gets business owners, so he's had Gymshark on there, and he just interviews them. But for some reason, he manages to get the gritty stuff, oh. like about their childhood and how they actually like got to where they are, and like all the personal information which you wouldn't know about them yeah. because they wouldn't share it. And he gets all that deep stuff. And you're watching Ooh, it. You're just, and he's just so wise. Like He's he's like a wise old man in a young man's body. Um, <laughs> and I watch it and I'm just like, you know what? I've learnt so much from that. And I feel so much more like educated after watching it. And those are the types that I watch. And they're yeah. all business people. But they're all so different. like Because they're all completely different businesses. But it's very, very interesting. I but I will, I will convert you. So last thing was, which I told you about before. It was just a bit of advice for our listeners. So, because it's everyone will have a different perspective of what they want to actually advise people. So, each guest will give you a different thing, basically. But it can be as short as long as you like. I would say something relevant to me right now, yeah, after four years, <laughs> is know your worth, as yeah. I've said. I think that is so important. Yeah. And... I've lit. I've only just yeah. learned. Yeah, and I'm still figuring it out. I'm yeah. still. I feel like there's stages there. of it. Yeah, and that would be my number one thing. And I, I feel like that's relevant for personal and yeah business, whether it's going back to an ex because you think that you can't get any better, whether it's mm -hmm. staying in a job that you hate because you don't think that you could get something better. Like it could literally be anything. But you just need to stick to your guns and make sure that you do know your worth. Yeah, definitely. And you're not undercutting yourself at all. Because everyone's lovely. Yay! We love everyone, especially our listeners. So we want you to, especially as business owners, because I hate, honestly hate, hate, hate seeing businesses that are undercharging or just like killing themselves trying to make a living when they will just never 
and yeah it's just something I'm really passionate about this business is doing great and if you don't know your worth then that will hinder you so it's definitely something to think about well thank you Lauren you're welcome. Honestly, it's been it's the best fun. two hours of the new year. I was so excited about this. Lauren was like, as soon as she came in, I was like, really nervous. And I was I'm like, so it'll nervous. be fine. I was so nervous. I hate the sound of my voice. Well, you'll have to listen back to this now. <laughs> oh, God. You have to tell your friends and family. You'll be like, I was on a podcast. Really good. I'm really glad I've done it. Yeah. Really glad. Also, it gets you out of your comfort zone. Yeah. That's one thing that I think is such a big thing. That's my advice for today. Is like get out of your comfort zone because mm-hmm. honestly, when I started YouTube, I couldn't even speak to a camera. It was shocking. I'd be like, um, uh, 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 uh. I'd be like cutting it constantly. I couldn't even. I couldn't do facial expressions. Like I always, I would be weird. And then now <laughs> I'm just like, you know what? We're fine. Just get on with it. Confidence. Yeah, public speaking is something that is like a massive skill, and also it it, it's worth money. Like without actually being money. Like, one thing that I, I used to hate public speaking in school. Like I hated it. And then I went and volunteered and I had to speak to, like, teach hundreds of kids that didn't speak that much English. And oh that, built, that built my confidence. Wow. I was like, right, public speaking, because there's loads of people here. They could all be taking the mick out of me. And I've got to carry on. Yeah. And in the beginning, I was like, I can't do this. And then by the end of the 12 weeks, I was like, you know what? I'm a pro. <laughs> I love public <laughs> speaking this. now. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's definitely something out of your comfort zone. Mm. But I think it's good, and it's like it's we get good. to we get to spend time together. So it's like great, mm-hmm. it's best of both. But yes, we hope that you enjoyed, and this is obviously the first of many. I'm hoping to do them every two weeks. So I'm trying to line up our next guest. This one's going to be coming out at the beginning of February, and it'll be going on YouTube and also onto anchor which means that you can find us on spotify which we ah. love. um so we hope that you enjoyed and we hope that you learned something from this podcast if you have anything to add to anything that we said then feel free to put it in the comments if you're watching on youtube because we'd love to hear your feedback on our first guest do not say anything horrible because <laughs> i love lauren she's great so if you say anything horrible, your comment will be getting deleted <laughs> because we're fans of Lauren here. Um, but yes, like I said, hope you enjoyed and we will, well, I will see you in the next episode. Um, Lauren won't, but if you want to find her on social media, then we will link it all down below. Right? Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>